tune in right now. You know what it is. We got main over here. Cards and clay over here. It's the Fire and Ice Podcast. Let's go. Waking up and getting ready for work. I got my phone set ready to hear the alerts. We got main on the mic. Partner with cards and clay. See, they talk about the things people scared to say. Yeah, it's fire. And it's ice. Yeah, it's fire. And it's ice. Yeah, it's fire. And it's ice. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to an all-new episode of Fire and Ice. I'm Carlson with the Heat. Main with the cool. Yes, we're back with another episode. New all-new episode, Partners in Podcasting, back together again. Main, what's been going on, man? I've been chilling, man. Working, slaving. That's, that's being, what's up. You know, just being... Do I'm supposed to be doing, man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A little sore right now. I'm working too long. I, heard, I saw your post. You saying about you was doing something with your back. How much stuff going on? Well, I'm, I'm always doing something with my back. I, I mean, like, like it was string. You stop it. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuesday, baby. No, no, no. I mean, like you said, you wrote a post specifically saying you was doing something, some extra stuff that you're not used to doing or something. I got you. Work wise. Work wise. We're not Work-wise. talking about. Yeah, I'm always doing extra stuff after let's, hours let's wise. But um, nah. Uh, yeah, just. <laughs> You moving a lot of beams. You, you ever been? You ever, you ever been to a store? Let's say Walmart or something like that, where they have stuff on the shelf. Yes. Well, them shelves have to be made and stuff, right? Right, right. So we arrange, rearranging those, and like sometimes the beam might be, you know, I don't let's say ninety-seven inches. You know what I'm saying? The heavier it is, and the longer it is, like you can't if you if you only want you know touching it through the middle, or whatever, mm-hmm. it weigh on your back. So long story short, you're lifting a lot of a lot of heavy stuff, man. Got you. That's, that's that's the best way to put it. Got you. Got you. Well, I will say um, that I did. Um, you know, miss you guys last week. Uh, miss being here. I always love doing Fire Nights again. This is always a great platform to talk about different things, get some stuff off your chest and everything. But um, I did listen to last week. Shout out to Bruce, who sat in for Shout me. Shout out to Bruce, bro. Um, I saw, I, I did listen to the podcast. It was a very interesting conversation that you two had. Um, Child support. Yeah, I think, but I think it's poignant because, I mean, I, it's perfect because I'm not a father, so I can't speak on that subject. I would have definitely been sitting here silent. Nah, nah, you can speak. You can still speak on it. Cause I still think you, you don't have to have a child to talk about child support. It's almost like saying uh, you, you don't have to have a child to talk about disciplining a child. Or I mean, you might you might can talk more from experience in that in that realm, yeah. But I think a lot of times you'd be amazed what people come up with or say or have ideas in their head about certain topics that can't relate to the topic. Mm. Sometimes them some of the most unbiased opinions you can have. You mm. know what I'm saying? So it just makes sense. Like you can talk about it directly and stuff like that because you do it. But somebody that don't do it might come up with something unbiased about directing just because he's he from the outside looking in, not inside. You know what I'm saying? It's not like one way. So sometimes child support can be one way depending on. But I think too what though, you're paying I, per month. I think unfortunately though, then that would that I, I will be speaking on assumptions because, like you said again, I mean it's America, baby. Everything's assumptions. Uh, we we gonna get to that later on. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get to that later on though. Yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, like I said, uh, good, good po- good uh, good podcast last week. I was I got, th- I got some dope feedback from that, by the way, from okay. some listeners. Like, I guess a lot of people on child support, so they was saying different things in that, that nature. But it was dope. That's what's up. Well, yeah, I was not here, obviously. Um, I was filming a film last week. Um, we filmed all week. I um, see. If I sound tired, it's because I am still kind of running on fumes. We literally filmed from Sunday. To Saturday, um, we did a whole feature in seven days. Um, you know, shout out to the cast. Shout out to the actually had a crew this time filming the film. Shout out to One Accord Media, Quincy uh, Kelly and James Johnson, who came down from Atlanta to help me um, shoot the project. And it was just an amazing experience. Um, it's called Redemption for Easter. 
and it will be coming out in Easter 2021. And basically, it's about this uh, this family who comes together after um, after a tragic event. So you know, it just it's, it's about it's about it's a family faith based film. Um, of course, I put my Carltonism. Faith based. What does that mean? Like. I'm sorry. I meant to ask the question. I don't know why I said it like that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, "What's up?" No, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's faith based. Faith based meaning is you know Churchy? has about church, about Jesus, okay, gotcha. stuff like that. But it has some Carltonisms in it. You know, Carltonisms. Carltonisms. You know what I'm known for. I got you. Okay, I got you. <laughs> well, which one? I actually was out. Me and my cousin before we came here, we were looking at um one of Slim old podcasts and. He said that shirt is fire. Sounds biased, brother. Yeah, but, but yeah. Shout, shout out to sit down with Slim. That's the shirt I'm wearing right now. Fix your collar though. It's it's stretchy. It needs to be washed. Nah, Slim did that. Now I'm playing with just like. Nah, but um, nah. Slim do got some fire shirts, and they're all comfortable. People like people loving them shirts. So yeah. shout out to Slim. Make sure you uh, holla at Slim. He uh, the comment Rodney LaPadre. Uh, is that his name? Let's Rodney LaPadre. Slim LaPadre. Gonna be Slim. I, I don't wanna. I always said LaPadre, but now I see it's LaPadre. Yeah, it's LaPadre. It's LaPadre. Something like that. Slim. Slim. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sit down with him. But yeah, get a shirt from him. You know what I'm saying? He, he def- definitely got the, the the best quality out there right now and the best prices. So shout out to him. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but damn, I forgot what I was gonna say. I was talking about the movie. You talking about the movie? What movie? Facebook. My movie. No, oh yeah, because you said you said a lot of Carltonisms, and I was looking at Slim's podcast uh, on his Instagram, and y'all was talking about uh, soft porn, and I don't know if I don't I think y'all got on the subject because maybe some of the content you put out, and you said how sometimes people come to you and be like X Y Z, and you be like, well, did you watch Power or whatever? Mm. So is it gonna be any kind of those Carltonisms? No, well, it's no? no, it's not gonna be that far. Gotcha. Um, again, this is a, a it's a faith based film, so <laughs> we're not putting. A lot of that, but there are some. There's some lead ups. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a kiss, maybe a peck on the cheek, something like that. I mean, a little bit more than a peck. Oh, you know. But no, it's gonna be. It's gonna be good. It's a good film. It's it's gonna be dope film. Again, the cast really put their heart into it, Um, and I really appreciate everybody putting life into these words that I wrote and bringing life to these characters. It's gonna be dope film. I'm really excited. Speaking of film, gotta gotta promote this. Uh, Reindeer Games comes out this Sunday. On Tubi. That is November 1st? November 1st. Okay. So, no, right, November 1st, y'all make sure y'all get, if you don't have Tubi. Tubi. Yes. I got that. Me, yeah. If you don't have, it's free. So, go ahead and get your Tubi on. Go ahead and get it. Download it. So, we can go ahead and bring in some big numbers Reindeer on games. November 1st. Reindeer Games. November 1st. November 1st. 12 or 1 a.m. I think so. Okay. Sunday. Yeah. Reindeer yeah. Game. Yeah. Was this like to, to, in your in your opinion? Is this like your biggest movie to date? You think? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely the biggest one. Hey, talk your talk, bro. It's okay. You know all this all this humbleness. I don't know, man. <laughs> let, me, let me take this humble pie away from you. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's so dumb. Talk your talk, man. Big time, big movie coming out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is not. This is actually my. Um, this isn't the first original film that I wrote. This is the first original film that's coming out. Cause we did my brother's keeper first. But that's not coming out until next year. But this one, particularly, they, need, they needed a Christmas film this year. So, um, real quick, uh, do uh, Slim a, said, do a watch party next film, Carlton. I'll pull up. Like, I don't think he mean watch party, but like a premiere. Yeah, do, okay. Do so, premiere. here's the thing, right? You, you did a few of those, but, you know, you're yeah, yeah, no, big you. time now. You, you I got you. Now. So, here's the thing, right? So, I want to do, um, I want to do, wanted to do a, a premiere for Reindeer Games, but we're actually filming this weekend. Uh, too 
too much on your plate. So Slim, he got too much on his plate. That's, that's not what, what I meant. But yeah, I'm filming this weekend. No, I'm not joking on you. He, he, he know what I'm talking about. Uh, wait, I'm confused. It's a, it's, I gotta tell you over air. It's, it's an Yikes! I gotta tell you over air. But yeah, y'all was joking about me? No, 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 man. It's, okay, it's, it's something else. It's okay, not, I want to say, man. Not, I thought it was better. Than I wouldn't that. even tell <laughs> me saying that. I'm not gonna throw it on you like that. Yikes! Yeah, um, the Bruce. But um, but yeah. So I but um. For redemption for Easter, I am gonna plan on doing like a big screening, a premiere, like an actual big one. Is it coming out during Easter? Yeah. So you gonna do something like Easter vibe, like Easter egg hunt or something like that? That'll be cute. That'd be cute. No what? <laughs> uh, what? I didn't no. think about I didn't think about that. That'd so. be dope, you know what Yeah, saying? that'd be kinda dope. Like for the adults though. Like have yeah, like have yeah. like little money. You you getting big money now, you know what I'm saying? You like, you don't want to get into it. Like no, I'm not big. Like some eggs may have one dollar in it, no, and then other get, eggs have five. Yeah, you get into the bags now. You go know, ahead, go ahead, get back. I always get back, brother. Hey, I know, man. I, was, <laughs> I, know. I know. No, but um, but yeah, back into the community. Man. I definitely want to do a premiere for a reindeer games because like, it's the first original joint. Like I said, with Sweet Mahogany, it was a web series. And they turned into a film, so right. You know what I'm saying? But less, this, was, this it was that that was less work. This is like a lot more less pressure work. too. Yeah, yeah. This is actually the first time people are actually seeing. A film from us that nobody's ever seen before. So this is kind of a, this is definitely a big deal. And then to be on Tubi, which is that's a big deal because I guess it's a growing um, streaming service, growing platform, and a lot of big movies are on that platform already. So um, this is really this is really dope. Shout out to Maverick movies, man. Got to got to shout out to the Distro. So yeah, appreciate that. They give you that bread. Hey man, you know just I'm just doing what I love to hey, do, bro. Got a little taller. I ain't know who got a little taller. I, I at the door. What know. that money? That money changed man, things. Bro. You tripping? You, you man, you tripping? Or maybe I just got small. I don't know. Maybe nah, I'm not man. getting no bag down in the Nah, brother, you, you, man, you always <laughs> you always get you always got the bag. You got the bag, bro. Chill out. No, I don't. Yes, you do, brother. You big time managing stuff. <laughs> no, I'm trying to get like slim, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get like slim. We all trying to get like slim. Hey, man. Vote for slim. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but other than that, what's going on? I know we got a guest coming soon. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Man, like I said, number two is going on, man. Like I said, just every just living life, brother. Um, just trying, just living the dream, man. Just trying to get get this stuff popping. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, what's up, man? The beard looking nice. You know what no, I'm saying? It ain't. It's not. Mm-mm. I was I was just going. I was just trying to you know. I appreciate you, you trying on. to appreciate you trying to trying to give me alley oop, but what, what, what was that? Not nah, alley oop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever do that. What's wrong with that? But um. No. Nah. <laughs> uh uh-uh. <laughs> All right, man. But no, nah, uh-uh. I got to get this together. And I got to film this weekend, too. Like, I actually Again? have to be on camera. Like, so I got to get this oh, together. Oh, you in it this time? Yeah, we're shooting the Lions then. Okay. So okay, okay. that's one of my series. That's another thing. Like I said, again, people um want the shows, too. So they're like, oh, give us the movies, but we still want your shows. So I got to do that, too. So it's like, it's been... It's been a lot. This is gonna be the rest of the year, man. It's gonna be kind of crazy, but I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it happen. I believe it. I yeah. believe it. I, know, I, I, I believe in you. I know that you. If anybody know how to do it, it's gonna be you. Yeah, but 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 let's believe. I'm tired. Bruce like, said that's a, a crisp hat. It took him about four comments to get it right, but I, I see it now. I appreciate it, and I'm gonna tell you why I wore the hat. I did I, because I look like George Jefferson right now under this hat, and I, I figured we were gonna go live because we have a guest coming, and I was like, you're not about to clown me. I look like a clown right well, now. You like Family Matters? It's, you said George Jefferson. George Jefferson. Now Carl Winslow. That's a Je- well, him too. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So both. Yeah, I look like Family Matters and the Jeffersons at the same time. And Ronald McDonald. Mm. 
Sad combination. Definitely Ronald McDonald. That's sad combination, fam. Got the red shirt on. It just said. Man. <laughs> you got to put that mic thing on your nose real quick. <laughs> put the, the mic. <laughs> uh. You silly, man. Oh, man. Before I guess come out, any, let's talk about anything we got to talk about. Because I know once he coming, we'll probably... Yeah, get know. a little bit more serious. Yeah. What, what, I know it was something about... um. I guess the guy, the girl that go with uh, Takeoff. What's, what's his name? I don't know your name. Uh, uh, Quavo. Ah, yes, it is. Yeah, so. Glacier Boy, that's him. He what? It's the Glacier Boy guy, right? Glacier Boy. He had did something. He was like, he how he got her. He, I guess he oh. showed his DM of what he said or whatever. So. Gotcha. But well, before we do that, we haven't played this in a long time. Let's talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yes, so we're gonna let's talk about it. Um, pretty much, um, Saweetie went on live and basically said, if he hasn't, if he's not buying you a Birkin bag or paying your bills, then you need to dump him. So that's pretty much what she said. Um, yeah, if he's not buying, if he's not buying you Birkins, uh huh, and he's not paying your bills, uh huh, get rid of him. Hmm. Hey, it's not like she got a certain set of standards, man. If that's her standards, then, you know, so, so be it. Yeah, so we're going to get into that a little bit it's, more. It's, it's easy for her to say that, though. Yeah, she, it is. She, she dates a rapper who's right. well off. Right. And that's what he's doing. Right. But uh, So can you do that and do other things? Or can I do that and have three women now? Like, can I talk to other women and as long as I do that, I'm fine? Can we put a pause on that? Sure. Let's put a pause on it, cause yeah, let's let's get into these spots. That, but that's a good that's a good speaking point. We'll we'll talk about I that. I want to know, cause I, yeah. that's the case, then you know. I mean, yeah. Dig we'll, my pocket. <laughs> That's, that, that's the answer there, isn't it? Oh, man. Um, well, our guest has walked in. Um, very special guest. Very special guest. He's been here before. We have Mr. Commissioner. Commissioner. Oh, commissioner now, right? Oh, commissioner Jordan Johnson oh, is in the building. He came branded with the Biden-Harris <laughs> face mask. <laughs> we got to make it do his look crooked right now, but I'm going to get it straight. It's all good, man. How you doing? Hey, man. I'm good. Good. How does it feel, Commissioner? It feels. <laughs> you know, the thing is, you know, I... When you work before the title, the title doesn't really change how it feels. It's mm. just like now it's more work to do. Yeah. But I'm excited, man. I'm looking forward to jumping in and starting uh starting the work of the people uh, in in this city. But that's, it feels good, man. It really that's does. what's up. Yeah. Well, congratulations to you, man. Thank you deserve you. it. You've been working hard for a long time. Well, since I've known you, so yeah, and I know before that too. But that's 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 dope. Got a lot of work to do. Yeah. So <laughs> are, are we speaking to before we get into what we're gonna talk about? Are we speaking to a feature a future president Johnson? <laughs> Man, look, I don't even sleep right now as a commissioner elect. I don't know about sleeping as president. It'll be, I don't know. I don't know. I'll let y'all decide that. I, I think we're going to screenshot this so we can say that we've already had them. I know, right? <laughs> what, what, but what, like, not to get too deep into it, but like, what, what plans do you have, like, like future plans as far as yourself? Because mm-hmm. um, when I first, I met, first I met you, like, you kind of moved up every time mm-hmm. from there. So, yeah. like, what, what's, like, not saying the end goal, but, like, what's a dream goal for you? I, you know, I don't ever set... I guess like office goals, right? You know, I want to be president by this time. I want to be, I want to do the best that I can in the position that I have because tomorrow's not promised. So Mm. like right now, my biggest goal is making sure that places like East Augusta don't, don't flood when it rain. I'm trying to make sure that Harrisburg get a facelift. I want to make sure that folks in Apple Valley feel safe. Mm. You know, there are things that we have to do like right now. So I think at the end of the day, if I can just be successful in whatever I'm doing, you know, right now, 
I think that's like one of the ultimate goals for anybody really that's in public service. Not 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 chasing a title or chasing a position because, you know, Got you. more money, more problems, right, more right. position, more problems. I just want to do the best I can right now where I am. And I think you I think you're gonna do that. I mean, you're already doing a good job now. Like so you, like you said, you've been doing work, you've been working before the title. Now the title just, you know, it's just, you know, a little, catapult, man. little bit more headache. That's all. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing. It's a good kind of headache. All right. So let's get into this election, 2020. Yeah, um, so um, so for people, so I want people to get all twisted. I know we had Jordan on here before, but we do have, a, we're going to be talking to a Republican later. Um, so we do have both sides. I want people to be twisting their neck. So you know, get me, get out. Why you ain't white? We got both. Right. So, so stop tripping. Um, but from your, from your point of view, like, how important? This is an obvious question, but still, I want to ask: How important is this election? Like coming from your side. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't even want to look at it from a Democrat or Republican mm. perspective because that can blur the lines. I think this election is just so important because it's, you know, we have a chance to send Donald Trump home. I mean, look at look at the democracy that we've had. Look at the state of our democracy, mm. the state of our world since Donald Trump has been in office. He has insulted people of color. He has insulted folks in different countries. He has been allies with dictators. He has done everything that our parents have told us not to do. Mm. Don't pick at people. If you don't have something nice, don't say it at all. Don't lie. He's done everything that our parents have told us not to do. And even if you look at it from a perspective of not just Trump, but issue-based, where gentrification in neighborhoods is concerned, where crime in neighborhoods is concerned, where mass incarceration is concerned. People say, oh, well, Trump is letting everybody out of jail. No, he's not. He's not doing that. The fact is we still have more African-American males in prison mm. than we've ever had mm. before. Mm. So why is this election so important? It's so important because the issues that we care about, they're on the ballot, not just from a national perspective, from a local perspective as well. So we can't just sit home and allow this election to pass us by as if you know everything's going to take care of itself. No, it's not. We've got to actually get out there and make it happen. Gotcha. Um, so we have our potential, our first female African American mm. vice yeah, man. president. I love that. One. Now, now I know you. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, <laughs> now, I know. Last time we talked, this is like Carlton says live or whatever. We were talking about you know the whole Hillary situation, mm-hmm. all that, all that happened. Yeah. He was really excited about that. Yeah. So now we're here. Like, how are you feeling about that? potentially happening as far as her stepping into office possibly. I think that people are excited about this election because of Kamala Harris. I I just think that they are. Kamala Harris uh, is is a strong black woman. And we have learned from history that strong black women change things. Fannie Lou Hamer, Coretta Scott King, Shirley Chisholm, Stacey Abrams. I'm excited about the, the the possibility of having Kamala Harris as vice president because, man, you know, we just, number one, it's, it's time. Geraldine Ferraro ran as, as vice presidential candidate uh, back in the day, but she didn't win. Uh, but, you know, we have a chance, a real chance at getting a woman in the in the vice presidency, and not just a woman, but a woman that looked like us, that came from where we came from. And that's what I like about Kamala Harris, you know, and she hadn't forgotten that. What do you, what do you say to people who may have an issue with her past yeah. because, you know, she, you know, she's done some things that, uh, you know, uh, that people don't care for, mm-hmm. you know, when, when I saw run as well, was it the district? What was she? Mm-hmm. District attorney? I believe so. Yeah. 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 So like, what do you say to that? Like, how do you answer? I know those questions come up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you know what? I like that because what that tells me is that folks care about the records of, of political leaders. 
that's so important because you shouldn't just elect somebody because of how they look or what they send to you. Now, do your research. Mm-hmm. But what I want folks to understand is that, you know, that folks are trying to paint this picture that Kamala Harris put more black men in prison than she ever did anything else. That's just simply not true. When she was when she led the the criminal justice division in California, when she led it in San Francisco, not only did she try to keep folks from going to prison, folks from going to jail, Kamala Harris had a model program that folks all over this country used. You know, they they tried to say that she was a a, a prosecutor, or something along that line. That was that was that was a criminal hugger, or she was a criminal lover, something like that. But the fact of the matter is, she helped folks turn their life around, and that's what we have to be focusing on. We have to be focusing on bills and politicians who will support laws that keep folks out of jail, that puts money into mental health help, that puts money into programs that keep folks from reoffending, that that makes sure that folks have access to quality jobs, people on the commission who will support public transportation so folks can have a route to get to those jobs. And some of those programs that I'm talking about, Kamala Harris supported not only when she was DA of San Francisco, when she was DA of California, but when she got to the United States Senate, she fought for those kind of bills. She fought to expand voting rights acts. She sponsored the John Lewis voting rights bill. And folks say the same thing about Joe Biden. He's an author of mass incarceration. That's just not true. The crime bill had an unintended consequence that saw African-American males be put into prison at a large amount. Yes, that is true. But that bill also fought to to change gun laws. That bill also fought to do some of the same things that Kamala Harris did when she was in office in California. So we can't pick and choose what we're what we're going to talk about. But mm-hmm. what we got to understand is we cannot by any circumstance compare Kamala Harris's record to anything that Donald Trump has ever done. This country has become weaker under Donald Trump. The hood has not changed a certain iota since Donald Trump has become president. So we 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 can't compare Apples to, to to well, I almost said something, but we live. I can't say can't say what I really want to say. But we just can't we can't you know compare apples to something that doesn't even compare to it. And I think that's what well, people have done. I'm glad you said the, some of the stuff you said. I wanted to ask you like how much or what percentage or I don't know how you want, if you want to do numbers or not, but how much of you do you think politics is based on perspective? of certain things. Like you said, you mentioned some things about uh, Harris and, and Biden, but you talk about the other side of it. So that's like one perspective. Like how much of politics is perspective and and the perspective you have on something versus what's the actual like facts of things are? It, it's about who's the loudest. You know, when I was running for office, my opponent says, oh, Jordan is never, he doesn't have a family. He doesn't have a wife. He doesn't have kids. Who cares about that? But my opponent didn't say was that, you know, Jordan has led boys and girls clubs that, uh, saw thousands of kids come in, saw hundreds of kids graduate at mm-hmm. 100%, saw kids get into college and make good. Like, the narrative was written to make me look bad. Mm. And if I'm not chasing after the narrative, which I never do, I won't chase your narrative, then you don't typically get to hear my side. And I think that's what's happening. We are trying to focus on making sure that people understand that, for instance, today we had a Supreme Court justice sworn in. We need to make sure that folks understand that having a president like Donald Trump stacking the Supreme Court means that things that we care about, things like Roe v. Wade uh, that protects women and their right to choose whether or not they want to go through a, a pregnancy or not. If a woman is raped, can she have an abortion or not? Like these issues are so important. What we're talking about, you know, just so many everyday kitchen table issues mm-hmm. like perspective is so important. But I mean. We see Donald Trump all the time talking about how the election is rigged and have no facts to back that up or saying that 
uh, you know, ballots are being thrown in the garbage and have no facts to back that up. But you have people who believe that. So it's so important to get the facts and to read research and by yourself. You know, we can't just listen to some of these folks who keep saying the same old stuff and we get the same old results. In 2016, Sean King and other folks grilled Hillary Clinton over some bogus emails when look at what we have right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, perspective is super important, yes. Uh, I was going to ask you, too, the second part of that question was, uh, we, we, you also mentioned again about uh, the, the mass incarceration stuff, but aside from certain particular things, um, think about Trump, uh, Biden, Harris, all of them, how important is uh, a political party or person's uh, past? And what I mean by that is, yeah, they might do something 91, right? But here it is 2020. Should we as people um, expect them to not change, or like should we allow growth? Like, is there any growth in politics? Like, just because you believe something in eighty nine, do you believe that in ninety nine, in ninety nine, or two thousand nine, or two twenty, or two thousand nineteen? So, in politics, in, from I guess from your mm-hmm. perspective of, like, can someone change their way of thinking in that amount of time? Because it's been twenty some thirty some years now, right? Absolutely, we need to give politicians the opportunity to evolve. And I think what's happened is so many people say, oh, they flip-flop, they they hypocrites, they lie, and they this, they that. There's so many things that goes into play where that where the 90s crime bill came in. Every member of the Congressional Black Caucus supported the crime bill. Majority of America's black pastors supported the crime bill. Majority of America's black mayors supported the crime bill. When Clinton went to Mason Temple uh, in Detroit, I believe it was, to, to, to speak on crime, those preachers supported the crime bill. We have to take into effect everything that was going on back then. And I'm not saying that the crime bill was a great thing because my uncle was affected by the crime bill. But what we got to understand is that as a person, as a human being, if you have a wife and you make a mistake, you go back to your wife and you apologize for that mistake and you work towards making it better. 20 years from now, your wife shouldn't be coming back to you and saying, you remember back in 2020 when you did did such and such and you wouldn't let me have a piece of chicken off your plate? Like, that's that's childish. My thing is, the vice president has, he carried the crime bill. Yes, he did. Kamala Harris had some hands in making making folks, uh, you know, I guess, how's a good way that I can say this? She had a hand in sending people to jail. Yes, I mean, that's what prosecutors do. That's what district attorneys do. People who need to go to jail will go to jail. And people who don't need to go to jail will be recovered. They will be, you know, rehabbed, I guess I can say for lack of a better term. But if you have shown yourself to be somebody to try to right your wrongs, have apologized, Joe Biden has come out on multiple occasions and saying, look, man, I made a mistake. The Congressional Black Caucus, Jim Clyburn, they all said, listen, I made a mistake. We have opportunity to right some of those wrongs. When he was vice president of the United States, he worked side by side with Barack Obama to right some of those wrongs where criminal justice is confirmed. And people say, oh, well, President Obama didn't let anybody out of jail. He didn't free anybody. Come on, man. You just got to do your research. We were in the middle of a one hell of a recession. If you needed, if you wanted to own a home and you were black and the recession hit and you got a chance to own a home, that was because of Joe Biden and Barack Obama. HBCUs were funded, not at the level that they needed to be funded at, but HBCUs were funded tremendously because of Barack Obama and Joe Biden. Healthcare became affordable to millions of people because of Barack Obama and Joe Biden. So, you know, we can talk about what they didn't do, but I would love the fact that we need to talk about what they have done. Uh, this is one comment that said, uh, Shah Bamani, uh, he said, hindsight is twenty twenty. Has he changed? So that's kind of what we were talking about, just can somebody change from mm-hmm. that time to this time? Um, 
My other question I wanted to, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know if I cut you off. You have Bree. I was about to say something, but go ahead. Bro. Okay. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you, is it, is it tough? And I'm you gonna ask, I'm going to ask a question. I want to know, is it tough being a Democrat? And I asked that question because when it comes time for voting and stuff like that, it always seemed like um, when things don't, don't, don't go the way we expect it, it's usually because another party has possibly rigged some stuff. That's, that's normally the, the narrative. I'll, I'll keep using that word, right? So is it tough being a Democrat? Like, in Georgia, at least. No. You don't think so? No, no. I love being a Democrat. And I, and I see people are, are, are sort of talking bad about the party. And, you know, I think a lot of this is because people don't understand the two-party system. They say, oh, we need to get rid of the two-party system. I see a lot of that. No, we don't. You, you, we just don't understand politics. And I think, you know, a lot of people... It, it, it is a tough, that's a tough subject to understand. It's a lot of... It it's, is. It's a lot of politics and politics. It yeah. is. But at the basis of it is... What we learned in Schoolhouse Rock. I'm just a bill. I'm only a bill. It's sitting on Capitol Hill. It's about how bills become laws. You can write a you can propose a bill right now to say that nobody can wear navy blue suits. Well, if I sit back and let you pass that bill, it's just as much as my fault as it is yours. So the fact is, where you have one party who has funneled millions upon millions of dollars into lies into hate advertisement to target Democratic elected officials, they took the majority. So in, in Congress, the House just regained majority. The Senate has majority. Since 2010, Republicans have ran this nation. How is the defunct of this country on the hands of Democrats? Democrats have consistently passed bills to stop mass incarceration, have consistently passed bills to curb gun violence. When those kids were shot in Newtown, Democrats passed, they proposed bills. President Obama proposed bills. It was the Republican legislatures, not only in D.C., but across this state, that made it harder for these bills to go through. So, you know, the, the fact is, we say, oh, the Democratic Party hadn't done nothing for black people. The Democratic Party hadn't done this. The Democratic Party hadn't done that. I have seen a Democratic Party, not only in Georgia, but across this nation, that has been fighting since the Affordable Care Act was passed, for this state alone to accept the funding, that's already ours. Can you imagine having a million dollars in your cash app account and never cashing out? That is stupid. And that is what Georgia has done where Medicaid expansion is concerned. Mm -hmm. There are 600,000 people sitting here in this state, African Americans, women, and children of color, without adequate health care insurance. The governor can accept the money that the state, that the federal level has given us under the Obama-Biden administration, but they chose not to do that because they say that, you know, it will, it will over, it will send us into exponential debt. You know what that really means? They're not doing it because Democrats proposed it. So, but that's not like politics. It's politics. But you know how you stop that? You go to the polls and you vote because in in areas like Augusta. Our 12th congressional district has not had a Democratic representative since 2014 under John Barrow. Rick Allen became our representative, and guess what? We hadn't seen him since. You know what Rick Allen does? Every chance he gets to vote against something that we care about, he does it. He stands on the floor of the House of Representatives and holds the Bible and, quote, hate speech to, 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 to take away rights from people who look like us. So, you know, the Democrats versus the Republicans is like the East versus the West, but at the end of the day, you got to understand these things. And no, the Democratic Party has been fighting. The Democratic Party is still fighting. 
But as long as you have a Republican-led legislature in Georgia, as long as you have a Republican-led legislature in the Congress, we're not going to get anywhere. That's why we got to start voting and stop just talking about what's not working. Well, real quick, because I see uh, Bamani's providing a lot of questions about black people, who passes laws for black people and stuff. He's a Jordan fan, by the way. Um, I know my brother. Yeah. I love you, man. Um, but the que- honestly, I want to ask you this, because a lot of people have, a lot of people, um, have said um, Trump has done more for black people than Obama. How sway? I, I'm just quoting what the people say. I didn't say it. Where are they getting that from? I'm just, I don't, maybe because. I did watch a video and he was saying, he, the guy has passed since then, but he was saying that. I'm not, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I didn't look it up, so I don't know. And if you're talking politics, it's like perspective. If you're talking politics, somebody don't know politics, you might, you probably can sound way smarter than that person, or it can sound believable mm-hmm. if they just don't number that you. If I, I can't tell you talk right now. I with you because I don't know nothing about it. Yeah, oh, yo, you <laughs> play ball? No, man, I'm short. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you see a lot of people coming out saying, you know, I'm voting for the person that does best for me. And a lot, a lot of them have alert to that Trump has done. The most uh, for African Americans, and he's coming out the jacket. He's coming out the jacket. I'm just, I'm just saying what the people have said. Like, I just want to get your note, like your perspective on that. Like, what do you say to people who who believe that Trump has done more for African Americans, um, you know, than 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 Obama has than when he was in office? Oh man! And he rolled up the sleeves. I know, right? I, <laughs> don't, don't, pay, don't pay me no attention. The Voting Rights Act. Did Donald Trump pass that? No. You know where we get Social Security from? Franklin Roosevelt. You know where we get voting rights from? John Kennedy and Lyndon Johnson. You know where we get the, the, the Job Corps from? Lyndon Johnson. You know where we get clean energy from? Jimmy Carter. You know where we get uh, you know, laws against predatory lending? It's, it comes from people like Bill Clinton. So don't tell me that, <laughs> that Donald Trump has done more for black people. How in the hell can you come up with something like that? Without any facts, what has he done for black people? You know what? As a black business owner, not myself, but if somebody's a black business owner and they live in East Augusta, okay? I live in East Augusta. If I want to own a business and I live in East Augusta and I go to the bank and I try to get a loan and I have good credit, they're still going to deny me because I live in East Augusta. That's called redlining. They think that I live in an area Mm. that's not good enough to get that business. Did Donald Trump solve that? No. If I go to Laney Walker Boulevard and I see beautiful sky rises, a high rise apartments next to crack houses, that's called gentrification. Did Donald Trump solve that? No. But Barack Obama, not only did he propose legislation that the Republicans failed to act on, but he passed executive orders that does not require a vote to solve some of the problems that we dealt with. You know what Donald Trump did when he got in office? He reversed everything that President Obama put into motion. So if we're talking about Donald Trump letting go, you know, freeing two or three people or hugging Jim Brown or inviting all HBCU presidents to the Oval Office, we are okay with photo ops versus results. He brought all those HBCU presidents to the White House, including the president of Payne College. And guess how much funding he gave HBCUs? Zero. Zero. So don't tell me Donald Trump has done more for black people than any other president because that's just not true. That is false. That's like me saying I'm 6'4 and 130 pounds when I'm clearly 230 uh, and 5'8. And you see for yourself how I am. Don't tell me something that's not true. Let me, um, I'm going to throw this out there before I forget the question. Um, what do you say to people who don't necessarily like Trump but don't trust Biden? Because you have people who are like, well, I'm not going to vote for either one. I'm just going to just throw a name in the hat. If you're not voting for either one, you're voting for Donald Trump. 
Yikes. And it's just that serious. It's just that simple. If you don't like either one, you're voting for Donald Trump. Mm. When I look at my at my baby girl, when I look at Jory, Jory is should be 13 in April. And I asked Jory how does she feel about the president of the United States? And she has nothing nice to say. That tells me we have a problem. When I was 13 years old, George Bush was president. I didn't really like Bush, but I didn't call him an idiot. I didn't call him stupid. I didn't call him racist. I didn't call him those things because that's just that wasn't the climate. When we're looking at the nation where you have protesters who are seeking justice at the White House, in the front of the White House, seeking justice, but instead they got tear gassed and shot rubber bullets at the president's orders, and you're going to tell me that Joe Biden is the lesser of two evils? No, that's not lesser of two evils. When you have a president who says that he has done more for Christians than Jesus? No, man. You, you need to get off of Facebook. You need to get off of the news and just go walk your neighborhoods. That has nothing to do with the lesser of two evils. If you don't like Biden, if you don't like Trump, and you sit home, you're still voting for Trump. So I'm not asking you to vote for a candidate. I'm asking you to use a little common sense. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> you cannot compare chicken salad to chicken mess. It's not the same. And that's what people are doing. Well, um, I don't, I'm not going to read the whole comment. Uh, I do want to read one question. They said, uh, what is the guest's plans to change anything? And his comment was kind of around pretty much, uh, we're still voting, um, but it's, it, he seemed like, he felt like it's job security, maybe for Democrats. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to see if I can read that a little bit. One party uh, equals Democrats. One party equals uh-huh. Republicans. Democrats are puppets, and we are still fighting, and we are still voting. Sounds like job security. What is the guest's plans to change anything? That's I don't get paid to be a Democrat, so that's not job security for me. Uh, Democrats are puppets. I don't have anybody's hand up my butt talking for me. What am I proposing to change? My district is one of the largest districts in this county. We have not only some of the greatest economic drivers in this county, like the, like the airport, like the river, like the cyber center, like downtown, mm. but we have some of the worst as far as optics go in this county. There's still a mass number of homeless folks gentrification is still real people in east augusta laney walker sand hills harrisburg still don't have a quality grocery store to go to shop at we have to go to north augusta to eat and we still don't have access to equal uh, equal opportunities where economics is concerned those are my plans is to make sure that the boundaries that have been put in place systemically over decades be erased that's what justice looks like Mm. equality equity and justice three different things justice is removing the thing that causes you to need justice and equity. I mean, equality and equity. And that's what I'm fighting for. We have to get outside of this mentality that everybody in politics is making money because I'm not making money being in politics. A commissioner gets $12,000 a year, okay? You can't do much with $12,000 a year. Mm. Now, do I have a job outside of the commission? Absolutely. But we got to get out of this mindset that people who are in politics are just becoming fat cats and that it's job security, and that we're being ran by people, and this, that, and the third. I get that's what the television and the news tells us, but that kind of narrative gets us nowhere. That's how Donald Trump became president. That's how we have Republican-led legislatures. And, you know, we say we remove Democrat and Republican, but when my grandma went out because she had to have half her stomach removed, but she didn't have health care, Donald Trump didn't give her health care. Barack Obama and Joe Biden did. So these narratives have to stop because it's killing the, the 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 democratic process and I'm not talking about democratic party I'm talking about the democratic process someone believing in a candidate 
voting for that candidate and then holding that candidate accountable. And listen, if I don't do my job, send me home too. But this whole idea of, you know, people in politics just making money is just it's just simply not true. Um, okay, so I want to ask Let's do one last question because we got. Our, yeah, you probably should go live when you're yeah, some time. They're asking a lot of questions. Yeah, I would uh, love to. Man. Yeah, I think you definitely should. Um, I'm trying to see the screen. <laughs> but one last, one last thing. What do you say to the person who um, is undecided or have not decided to vote at all? Like, what do you say to that person? How do you get them off the couch to go vote? I, I tell them something simple. We always talk about Trump. We always talk about Biden. But how many of you know who your mayor is? Mm. How many of you know what your mayor is pushing for? How many of you know who your mayor pro tem is? How many of you know who your members of your commission are? What, what agenda items are on the commission? What agenda items are going on for the school board? Do you know that you just had a couple of schools shut down for quarantine because of COVID? Do you know what the numbers of, 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 of incarceration is for Richmond County and Burke County and Columbia County? We focus so much on the national level. My being pissed off does not keep Donald Trump up at night and it doesn't help him sleep at night. He don't know my name. He doesn't care about me. But me being mad and angry can affect what my sheriff does. It can affect what my mayor does. It can affect what your first district commissioner does. It can affect what your district attorney do. So at the end of the day, your vote matters because your vote controls your community. It controls your neighborhoods. It controls the gas station that you shop at. It controls the food that, you know, the restaurant that you go to eat at. And if you don't believe me, again, East Augusta has no grocery store. Laney Walker has no grocery store. We don't yeah, have. Yeah, a bunch of Dollar Generals and Fanny Dollars. Me and my mom was just talking about that. Man, we don't have food. <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> we don't have food. That's crazy. Yeah, get y'all a bottle over there. So the point is, you have to elect people who understands our issues, and then that will go to fight for those issues. And if those people don't do their job, including me, send us home. Mm. But you can't listen to pundits. You can't listen to people who don't have a clue about what they're talking about. You got to get in that thing for yourself. Do your own research. You're talking about puppets. There's a lot of people out here who are just puppets to the media, puppets to just hearsay. You have to get out there and find out for yourself what's going on. You don't have to know the terms. You just got to know what's going on. Um, so I did want to. Now I guess I'll get with you another time. I know you'd be busy. Um, I did want to do something where you, you or you say something. I got somebody else might do it too. But I know it's a lot of things. Like you said, we don't know certain things, right? Mm-hmm. It's going on locally. I, I'm real big on local politics more than national. Uh, I know like it's certain days you can watch certain things. You can attend certain meetings. I want I want somehow to get that information out to people. I feel like I know it. You said it before last time we was talking, yeah. but I don't think I have no visual for that where people mm-hmm. could just say, hey, this is, you know, on Tuesday you can go watch this or you can see this at this time on this channel. You can go attend this meeting from this time mm-hmm. to this time. Every Wednesday they got this. Uh, some schools do certain things, but it, it's like it's a, it's, a, it's a whole curriculum for some of the stuff that's going on, and I think a lot of people don't know about it. Yeah. But yeah. it's no, it's no like, easy way to go find information either. Mm-hmm. You got to know somebody that knows somebody. Mm-hmm. But if I can put one together just for everything, I think that'd be dope. That'd be dope. I've been trying to do that for a minute. Yeah, but Jordan, you know, you be, you kind of busy sometimes. I don't know. Uh, man, just call me. You got, I, my, I got you, you got my cell phone. Now man. I do. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel important. Now. Hey, we're gonna good year. <laughs> All right, well, Jordan, thank you for joining us again. Always, you, always, always a pleasure. You always break things down easily where I can understand. So I, I appreciate. it. I appreciate you. You know it, man. <laughs> no problem. All right, roll, roll your sleeves down, man. All right? It's gonna be all right. Uh, look, man. You know, <laughs> if we can have a conversation, I gotta be comfortable. Especially seeing talking about Trump done more than Obama, any other president. I just said what the people said. Man, Tupac and Biggie still alive. Uh, man, you know, <laughs> all this mess. 
<laughs> but y'all get at me though. I'm on social media, Jordan Johnson on Facebook, uh, J Johnson Impact on Inst- on um, Twitter. And on Instagram, I'm one Jordan Johnson. So y'all okay. follow me. Ask me any questions that you have. Awesome. All right, man. Appreciate All right. it, man. Appreciate y'all. No problem, nah, man. Thank you for stopping by, bro. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Commissioner Jordan Johnson of uh, District 1, right? District 1. When, when you start, I'm sorry. January 1st. All right, cool. Good day. Yeah, I got to get you I got to get you I got to get an episode when you uh, start. Yeah. Huh? All right, man. Just me? Okay, I was, I was making sure you looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right, shout out to Bamon and shout out to Damian. I appreciate you for tuning in, asking questions. Um, I know it was a lot. Um, it's always kind of hard to get all the questions out, so I don't want y'all to take offense to it. It's just uh, I wanted him to uh, answer the questions as calm as asking. I'm asking certain questions, and you can go from there. And also, um, like I said, it's not one of them. They want to put too much heat. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sit here. I'm trying to get the, get the, get the podcast. Um, through we got another sec- we got another person we have to talk to as well right. so it was just a time management thing right so we're, without further ado we're going to call our next person he's actually representing the Republican Party um, yeah. his name is Demetrius Minor and most of people that live in Augusta know him um, but he's I've known him since I was since we were since we were younger um, so I thought he would be a great person to talk to because I'm not gonna lie I don't know really a lot of things about the Republicans. So is this my better? But now oh, we, I got yeah, you. I got you. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna call him now and then we're gonna get his side of everything of how what he feels about this election. So let's call him now and see what's up. Just say I know this guy can be on the phone. If y'all can't hear it, let me know. It'll help me with the uh, audio. But if y'all can, that'd be dope. Hello. Hey, Demetrius. What's up, man? It's Carlton the Bain. Hey, Carlton, how you doing? Good, brother. How you doing? Doing good. I didn't know if you guys were running late or whatever, so I'm like, well, if it's getting too late, I can do it tomorrow. Oh no, nah, we we good, man. We got you. Like I said, we just we just had the the Democrat side, and uh, we were talking a little bit. So now, of course, we got to get your side of it. Um, you know, get your side of of why you feel like the the election is important and how you feel like the Republican side, like what. What what's your perspective is on that? That's pretty much it. So like I said, we really want to definitely get your get your side of it. Um, my first question to you, because I've known you for a while. Um, my first question is, what made you? I guess this because you are you still Republican, right? <laughs> I label myself as conservative. Conservative. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Got you. So what made you go to go to go to that side, the conservative side? Well, for me, it starts. Um, literally 20 years ago, almost 20 years ago to the date. Um, I wasn't even old enough to vote. The infamous Bush versus Gore 2000 presidential election. And my godfather, who's an African-American Pentecostal minister, I just remember him telling me randomly out of the blue, Demetrius, I would never tell you how to vote, but just because you're black, doesn't mean you have to vote Democrat. And that statement just really struck me. It it gnawed at me for quite some time. And it, it compelled me to do my own research and to do a deep personal deep dive into politics, into culture. And I looked at where I stood uh, from a Christian perspective, um, the coming from a military family how I felt about uh, national security and foreign policy and just 
everything that I felt so passionately about uh, politically, um, I, it was revealed that I was more aligned with the conservative Republican uh, movement. And so that was the genesis of my political involvement. Um, but, you know, conservatism has been redefined lately. Um, I feel like I'm politically homeless during the Trump years. Mm. Um, sure, I agree with his policies. I think he's done a lot with criminal justice reform. And, um, I agree with the Supreme Court justices that he has chosen. Um, but the character, the decorum, I feel has been lost. So, um, you know, me and some other conservatives, I know there's a reevaluation of the Republican Party in the direction that it's headed and a reevaluation of where we stand ideologically. And uh, I don't know what the future holds, but um, the Republican Party of today is not the same Republican Party that it was 20 years ago. I, I was attracted to George W. Bush's compassionate conservatism. And those days are long gone. Now we're we're now more in a populist movement. All right. Well, the- so I was going. I, I want to. I don't know if you can hear me. I don't know if you can hear me now. But I was going to ask you. Uh, so what are you pushing toward, like voting wise, or not you, but um, what do you think about this voting election? Like, what side should, or how do you feel about e- either side, the Biden Harris or the Trump um, side? You know. It's, it's incumbent upon people to really do their own homework and their own research. I mean, having celebrities come at rallies is not going to um, be uh, as beneficial as some people think. And, uh, you know, uh, having the ability to draw a lot of people to a rally, I mean, it, it comes down to policy. It comes down to um, who's able to communicate most effectively what the American people want to see. Uh, I'm of the opinion that if Donald Trump uh, was actually able to stay on message, stay off Twitter, and to not be a bully, to not demonize people, to not um, have the inflammatory rhetoric that he's known to have, I'm of the opinion that he'd probably be able to be a little bit more persuasive. And I mean, who knows? He could he could win re-election re- um, next week, even though the, the polls seem to indicate otherwise. But uh, his biggest problem is that he he only speaks to his base. He doesn't seek to bring people together. He doesn't seek to uh, persuade those or reach out to those who think differently than him. Um, as, as far as the Biden-Harris ticket goes, uh, I think Joe Biden on the surface is a decent, honorable person. Um, I don't I, I don't agree politically with Joe Biden, but I think he's a very honorable, kind person. Um, But my problem with that ticket is um, I think Kamala Harris has a horrible record um, as a prosecutor in the state of California and her rhetoric with locking up black men specifically uh, is not something to to be proud of. 
Um, the ticket is more liberal and progressive that I would like. You know, there's talk of stacking the Supreme Court, raising taxes, things that I feel will not be beneficiary to the American people. But then you look at it and you say, okay, well, he doesn't appear to be as exhausting. <laughs> I can't find another word. He, can't, he doesn't appear to be as exhausting as President Trump would be. So it, it seems like we're stuck with two bad choices. And as many people would view it, as they do every four years, who's going to be the lesser of two evils? And I think right now, as it appears to be in Joe Biden's favor, is that um, he's allowing President Trump to create his own narrative, create his own messaging. He seems to be doing a poor job at it each day, whether it's regards to COVID, whether it's regards to his political opponents, what's he going to do with health care and other important things in the, in the upcoming years. So um, we'll just see how it unfolds. Um, we asked the um, we asked Jordan this question, Jordan Johnson, this question. Uh, well, Maine did. Do you because we brought up the, the Harris, her past and everything, Biden's past, different things like that. Do you believe that? Politicians can change. Like if they if they do something or or believe something, like in the nineties, they they can they change in two thousand. Like, do you believe in in change when it comes to politics? Well, absolutely. And um, you know, we, we, to to give a, a more modern day example, I mean, Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump's been a Republican for what five minutes. Prior prior to his 2016 run, um, he was known to um, donate to prominent Democrats. Um, his son, uh, his son-in-law Jared, and, and his other sons uh, Donald and Eric, and his daughter Ivanka. From my understanding, they were registered Democrats in the state of New York, and um, you know they were able to. To change, uh, and you know, Joe Biden has said that his supporting the 1994 crime bill was um, a mistake, and so um, you do see politicians evolve, and you do see politicians change. You know, the question is, do they do it because they believe that it's better policy, or they do it to change their political posture in order to win elections and? That's something that the American people would decide. Um, I do. Um, another question. Question I got is: uh, how, What are your thoughts on people holding their vote because no party seems to interest them, or they, they don't feel like either party is worth voting for, so they rather not vote? As an African American, um, I believe too too much blood, sweat, and tears um, have been given for someone not to vote. Um, your vote is um, your voice. It is an act of power. Um, and so to totally sit on it and to not be vocal, um, I, I do think it's morally reckless. Um, if you're going to opine and give your thoughts about the direction or the lack of um, the country, uh, and you don't vote, I honestly think you don't have room um, to talk. 
Now, there's, there's different ways to vote. Uh, I, I don't begrudge anyone who does not want to vote for Trump or Biden. I totally get it. I totally understand if you feel that neither one of them is worthy of your vote. But there are other races that um, that need uh, that you need to pay attention to: Senate races, congressional races, school board races, county commissioner races, mayor races, tax collector races, and in these, all politics is local. These are positions that are going to have a more direct impact and effect on your day-to-day life than the presidential election will. Um, So, yeah, I think uh, people – I think it would be great for people to cast a ballot for the presidential election. But if they feel that neither candidate is is answering their needs or answering their questions or if they're uncomfortable with the platform that that they're presenting, I I totally don't begrudge anyone who's not comfortable casting a ballot for the, the top two contenders. But what I will say is you need to pay attention to the issues the remainder of the races and issues that's on the ballot because that's of utmost importance. Um, what do you say to to someone who has who has not decided um, to vote yet? Or what do you say to someone who's, who, like like you said again, who is just, they're on the couch right now. You have, you have one opportunity to speak to that person. What do you say to them to, about the importance of this election on, from, your, from your standpoint? You know, we, we hear it. I do believe that this year's election is very important. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, every every four years, um, the narrative of fear is invoked to us. Well, this is the most important election of our lifetime. Um, you know, if if so and so wins, you know, we won't we won't be able to recognize America. Um, as we know it, and I want to say, turn off the TV, turn off the news, dig into the issues for yourself, be a free and independent thinker that's not going to be swayed by the commentary of every pundit and every commentator. Know the issue for yourself. And quite frankly, there are so many politicians out there that are banking on you not knowing the information, that are banking on you not educating yourself. And it's time to prove that narrative false. Um, And so I I will urge people, I will compel people to please vote because we can talk about change, we can sing about it, we can preach about it, uh, we can go on social media and post tweets and post about it. But until we actually go to the voting booth and execute our, our, our right to vote, the power that is in us, then we're just making noise to an echo chamber. So my thing is, if someone really wants to see change take place, go vote, because that is their voice of power. Uh, I know I said last question, but I do want to ask one question. One of our, we were alive on Facebook. One person... Um, Wanted to know what was your opinion on reparations when it comes to African Americans from a conservative standpoint. It's a good 
question. Um, you know, I, I don't look at um, as, as great as America is. Um, obviously, uh, you know, there is a stained history there. Um, however, I don't look at the generation of Caucasian people or non-African American people today and say, you know what, the faults of slavery is upon your shoulders. And I, I don't look at this generation and think they owe us anything. Um, so I, I'm not really on board with that. I, I don't I don't see how that will be healthy to bridging the racial divide that we have. I think that will only um, maximize the division. Um, but I do think that we need to continue to have constructive conversation amongst ourselves um, on, on how we can promote um, racial unity, even though I'm of the opinion that uh, reparations, um, I, I don't think that is the solution. All right. Well, um, Demetrius, is there anything else that you want to say to the people? Seven days, guys. Um, I won't tell you how to vote, but I urge you to please vote. Um, and um, even though um, I'm a Floridian now, I'm I'm a Georgian by heart, and I know there's some issues um, in, in Augusta that are near and dear to people's heart. And um, I, I just really beg you guys um, to please go and make your voice heard. All right. All right. Well, that was the beaches, Mark. Uh, thank you so much again for joining us, and we definitely appreciate you, man. I appreciate the Carlton. I'll right. be blessed. All right. All right. So we've had Demetrius Martin and Jordan Johnson um, both giving their sides on this election. I feel like Ken Macon right now. Um, just talking about uh, the, the politics. Because, like, you know, this ain't, this, ain't, this ain't my arena. So, yeah, it's not my arena. But I felt that this was important for us to talk about. Again, the election is next week. Um, I thought this would be dope to kind of get both sides. I know most times we always get, we get Jordan on here a lot. Well, it's only the second so, time. Really? Yeah. I thought it was the third. We just, we just see we him. We know we see him. He's accessible. Yeah. Um, we, we can you know, physically talk to him. He's uh he's he's easy to contact. Piping on the phone a lot of times. I see him out a lot of times in, in, tra- in passing or in traffic. So, yeah, that probably, probably seems like we see him a lot. But that's only the second time on here. Mm. And he spent more time on here this time than he did last time. Both mm. times he came in the middle of the podcast. So that's dope. Gotcha. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I just, I just, uh. I want to uh, answer one of the questions. Shout out to Damian Bell. He's watching right now. He says, I neither answer the questions. They always seem to skate around the questions. Uh, so my, 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 my response to that is, I think when you ask um, politicians political questions, you just get political answers. And I think the definition of political answers is you only know the right answer. You only know, the, you know, you only know how to break it down if you're really in politics, you know. And um, you, you can try to break it down the best you can. What I'll say is... Um, the, the dopest thing about politics is watching, which I, 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 I know now, so it's easy to talk, you know what I'm saying, about easy to ask questions. When I ask a question or you ask a question, a lot of times you'll get definitions, examples mm-hmm. I didn't ask for, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and you, you pick up on that, which is fine because it's politics. A lot of it is like, um, so I don't believe in, I don't, maybe it's not a puppet thing, but I do think that uh, sometimes when they answer questions, it's like that same answer they gave you can answer like five different other questions. I don't mm-hmm. know if they just sit somewhere and study that stuff or nothing like that, but I did think that um, you got to give Jordan Johnson credit for even answering some of the loud questions that, you know, y'all asked. I think that's dope because they're not coming and expecting these questions, you know what I'm saying? We didn't give no question sheet to nobody. Uh-huh. Um, and honestly, when you're in a room, I give Jordan Johnson a little, credit, a little more credit. Being in a room, you feel that energy. 
you know, in a room. So I'm pretty sure the things he said, he probably felt the energy of how maybe I looked away or maybe you looked away. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, you can feel the energy in the room in, in your response mm-hmm. to see if the if they buying it. You know what I'm saying? I think we did a great job. Shout out to you too, Colin. Um, just Appreciate like, that. Not easily buying into what was said. I have had a few jokes. All right, cool. You know, I play politics too, you know, but uh, I do I do rock with, um, you know, everybody that was on the show today. Shout out to them. Um, so, yeah, but politics is going to be politics, man. It's politics as usual. It's, it's a political thing, man. Yeah, man, it is. It is. But like I said, you ask them what's five plus five, they're going to tell you about a multiplication problem somewhere. For some <laughs> they, they never get around to 10, but they'll tell you a bunch of stuff. They tell you about nine and 11, but they ain't going to tell you about 10. So yeah, that's, that's, that's I just felt like it was we need to do our due diligence. I mean, again, you know, it's um, to me, I do feel like this election is de- definitely very important. There are a few things that um, you know that are concerning me, and again, it's not just about the not about this about the big presidential thing, but it's also about again, it's about your home and everything that's happening locally. Because again, especially here in Augusta, we got a lot of things that need to change, and I always say that we need to be the change that we want to see. So. Um, I say get out there and vote, man. I, I think the, the the most important takeaway from today was uh was one do your own research, and that's Bobani's favorite uh, slogan. Uh, DSFR. I'm not gonna say the whole thing because it's a curse word in there. But do your own research. Uh, second thing is know your local information. You know what I'm saying? If you know your research, it's easy to talk to politics. Talk to a politician or talk politics with somebody because, mm. like I said, they can come in and just give you a whole bunch of spill about this, that, and third. And you can't answer, you can't really question something you don't know if 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 it's even true or not. Mm. So um, I think that 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 was something I, I, I took away from that. Um, and then just locally, local locally matters. You know what I'm saying? Like he made a good point about Donald Trump sleeping at night, not sleeping at night. Uh, we, we we give so much into Democrat, Republican, whatever best for your area. First, that's what you need to you know focus on. So if you live in Tobacco Road, you focus on Tobacco Road issues in the areas around that's going to affect you and your daily process or monthly process or your day-to-day uh, operations and go from there. Because I can tell you uh, a lot of stuff in the presidential stuff don't really affect us uh, as much as that local stuff. So yeah, know your local people, know your local um, candidates. You know what I'm saying? I definitely get information now because a lot of information that he was saying or that he knows is public, it's free, it's right there. We just don't know the days to go there. We don't know when, when we can go there. A lot of stuff be on TV. All the commissioners meeting, they be on TV. You can mm-hmm. go there. It's, it's, it's not, it's not a charge. Um, yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm trying our best to get the information out to everybody if possible. But um, definitely, if some can do takeaways. it, if anybody can do it, you can do it, sir. That's what they say. I believe in you. That's what they say. All right, let's let's. Okay, so we did we did the serious. Let's get back to some fun stuff. Let's laugh. Yeah, end it with with a good topic, man. So yeah, so let's go back to let's let's play the song again because we gotta get back to the topic. And here we go. All right, so before we we went into our political segment, we were talking about uh, what Saweetie said That's on Saweetie. That's her name? That's how I said it. I so, thought it was Saute or something like that. Uh, sweetie, but I said oh. Saweetie. Um, so Saweetie basically said... Tap in? That's her, yeah, tap, 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 tap in. Yeah, that's it. Um, she basically said, if you're not buying a Birkin, if your man is not buying you a Birkin and he's not paying your bills, then you need to leave him alone. You know, how about we just let her say it? Let's play, let's play what she said, because, you know... I want to make sure I am quoting the people correctly. Going to the streets. Going to the streets. He said, if he's not paying for your Birkin, if he's not paying your bills, 
Thrown to the streets. It sounds like uh, woman empowerment, man. That's what it sounds like to me. It just, they got to be care- careful in that empowerment because if he is doing that, then what he, like I said, he's free to go, free to do what he want to do. If I'm mm. buying bags. You did ask the question earlier before we went to the pop- so If I'm buying broken bags and what else, paying her bills. Right. I'm good. I can do what I want to do. Mm. I'm straight. Mm. I can have four or five women because some people got the money to do that. That's true. Okay. I mean, I get everybody got goals, but you know, you gotta be, you gotta be mindful of them goals, man. You gotta put the right goals out there, cause uh, I know your goals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I, I could play on that. You know, just me personally, I don't know about everybody else, but um, like I said, she has a a different advantage than most people. She dated a rapper who makes who's well off, mm-hmm. probably made a lot of money. Um, probably probably a millionaire. I'm not sure. I don't know his, his pockets, but yeah, I mean, her saying that. So what about what about the girl that's uh that's she, her boyfriend, the love of her life right now, is working at McDonald's and he did flip burgers. He's not, mm. He can't afford that. He And they probably make him, he's be paying the bills. So she should just throw him to the streets. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, that's like a, I get the whole, as women empowerment, I was joking about saying that, but, um, I mean, I guess if you're in that lane, that's cool, I guess. Um, I want to play something else. I want to play something that Charlamagne said, because this is a, actually a topic on the Breakfast Club. So I want to play something he said as well. We, and we can get What y'all think it. about that? Give me a, give me a, give me a, give me a opinion on that. Is that, is that cool? So I have no problem being the financial foundation of a household. I also think it's super fly when your wife has her own as well, because as the great Hove once said, if everybody in your clique is rich, your clique is rugged, nobody will fall because you, you can be each other's crutches. So it's all good either way. But just know, ladies, if your man is paying all your bills, you're not independent. If your man is paying all your bills, you're not a boss ass chick, which is fine. It just means certain songs you can't sing along to, okay? And what if a woman can't afford anything? Should I send your broke ass back to the street? The double standard of broke men and broke women has to stop. How come when a man is broke and can't provide for his woman, he got to get sent back to the streets? What about a broke ass woman that can't do nothing for nobody? Should your ass stay in the street? Hmm. I mean, I I like like his perspective. I like his take on it, definitely. Um, I, I definitely agree. I think we we get always want narratives and stuff like that. I think that uh, by nature, you know, women look for men to lead. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta understand, lead don't mean do everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As well, um, some of the best leaders got crutches as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, I think that yeah, think about that. So if I'm just leading, like what I need you for? Mm-hmm. I, I think I've seen that before. Like if I'm paying all this, I'm doing this. What I need you for? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If it's not a, a equal thing, not saying you gotta you gotta split thing fifty fifty. You gotta pay this. Or you gotta do that. But if I'm already paying all the bills, well, if I'm paying all the bills, why I need to buy your Birkin bag? You should mm. better get your own bag if I'm paying all the bills. <laughs> like, I don't know. Mm. What well, was it? It's your birthday? I don't know. Like you know, what I'm saying I don't. I don't get it. But um, yeah. I mean, I understand women want to be want to be pampered and want to be spoiled, but you can do that with other things. They don't have to always be monetary or financially. Mm. Me personally, got you. Um, I I think it comes down to. Your perspective. I mean, everything always comes down to perspective, but I think it just comes down to how you, what your priorities are. Um, you know, I'm, again, I'm not gonna tell you what to do your relationship or how you feel or whatever. Um, however, comma, I'm gonna say that uh, that I think because of because I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Just going back to Saweetie and and Quavo. I'm not. I don't know the particulars of their relationships. I'm not sure if, like you said, if that's all you care about, then that means you're giving him the permission or to do whatever he wants to do. So that, let's let's take Cardi B and Offset. I mean, they're mm-hmm. the same group. So, for instance, just now, 
Cardi B was just going off saying how she's going to get a divorce from Offset. And then he bought her, uh, he bought her a Birkin. I think he bought her a Birkin too. Bought her a Birkin bag. Bought her a new, another uh, a car. Bought uh, their daughter a car seat. And all of a sudden, they're back together and they, you know, all lovey-dovey. And so a lot of people were just saying how, well, now since he know now that he know all he has to do is buy you something and then you take him back. True. But- so, I mean, I guess it just depends on, again, what your priorities are and what, what you allow what is acceptable in your relationship, I think, maybe. I don't know. I mean... I, I agree with you. I just I just feel like with that, we don't really know exactly. That's what I'm saying. We don't know exactly. I do know that women will do that. They will... They, now she, they comfortable with each other, so they're going. But she was, she could still definitely leave him if she wanted to. Like she, we, we don't know if the divorce is all. They, mm. they said that. It didn't come out right. So we, I don't know if it was ever on. But you know, what I'm saying, I'm just saying, like, we don't know that for sure. But I do get what people saying for them got together. But people married is supposed, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fault anybody for being married and trying to work it out because that's what you're supposed to do. I'm assuming. I know they have that situation, but I don't know too much about it. One of the comments, shout out to Alicia Rogers, shout out to you. She says, um, I think both the man and woman should be able to bring something to the table in a relationship. And I agree. I agree. And, with she, you. and that's that's the thing I don't I think is more alarming to me is that she said that what she said, but didn't say, Well, and you need to do this. She's telling you what the man should be doing, but she ain't saying what you should be doing. I guess it could it sounds like from that video, like, well, your man need to pay your bills and buy you Birkin bags, and you should receive that. That's what it sounds like. Cause I guess they job is to receive. I don't know. Um I think that that, but then it could be a clip. I don't know. It could be a clip from something. I don't know where that's from. You know what I'm saying? It could be more. She said, "I don't know." It's a clip, but I don't know her like that. Honestly, I don't know her music either. So, oh, um, but from music, it sounds like she says she a boss and all that stuff. That's not like the Charmaine said. It's not really boss behavior. I know everybody. Hey, boss, I know body own stuff. Mm, I know what, I do. I don't. Know. That's what Neil said. Um, Dang, she did say that. She got her wrong. That's my song. Um, but yeah, I just again, I, I'm a I'm a hold true to what I said. I think it's about your priorities. Um, if that's all you care about and if that's if that's what you feel like that equates to what a relationship should be and that's your and love working the new thing. If like, that's your love mm-hmm. language and I'm doing air quotes right now, if you, for that's people a, who can't see thing. me. Love language, right? That's a thing now. Yeah. So if that's your love language and I can't tell you I can't tell you how to feel loved. I don't know, but I just to me Gifts. They say gifts is love language. Yeah. It's just crazy. Mm, well, to me I feel like there's I, I don't know. I agree with Charlamagne one thousand percent. You can't. You this shit. I always speak on double standards. It's always been. There's always double standards when it comes to men and women. And so I just feel like you can't. You can't get. You can't base your relationship just because a, a, your man can't particularly buy you a Birkin bag. I mean, that's not in the budget. Well, let's. I rather let's, you know. Let's take it in perspective a little bit. Maybe let's say it for a regular person. What would that equate to? So paying your bills and getting your Birkin bag. What would that equate to on a normal level? I don't know because like I'm trying to be funny because yeah. I mean some women, some, but I'm not trying to be funny. Some some women, I'm not saying all. Do not come at me. Some women still expect for regular men with regular jobs to provide the Birkin bag and pay all the bills. I'm be honest with you though. If that's the case, I don't, I don't see a problem with it. You just got to find somebody that can, that can afford that. If you can find somebody that can afford that, I mean, I think you you know. You, you your pickings is gonna be different at that point, but, but you, you can't come. But you. you can't go into a relationship with somebody like let's say let's say you come at somebody you already know they work a regular nine to five. You can't go into that relationship with that person and then add that pressure to them. Talking about well, now where we together, you gotta buy me a Birkin bag and whatever. You can't do that. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't know. I don't know if a woman that's light that's wanting that. There are some is, is looking for. Like I don't. I don't think a woman would get with 
somebody that's they don't make that that much money because I, I don't know how much the bag costs. Like you know how much the bag costs. I have no cost? idea. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. No other idea. But I just know that sometimes people' priorities are off. And like you said, people it's 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 more to a relationship than just what what monetarily. It's it's more things than that. That it has to be. I'm not, not saying that it's not nice. And not saying that you can't get those things. But it's it's you shouldn't base your relationship off of that. Because what? Okay, so let's just let's let's just say let's just stick to Quavo and Saweetie. Mm-hmm. Let's say Quavo goes broke. Like I'm talking about, he loses everything. And then what? Then are you still are you are you still in love with him to where you're gonna stick by your man, or because he can no longer buy your Birkin bag or or pay all your bills? I I'm done with you. You know what I'm saying? Like that that you're a gold digger. That means you was using him for his money. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like that make you look real twisted. Yeah, but that, like I said, I, I I I do think like I said for women, if you got a um. You got if that's if that's your criteria, your criteria is gonna be your criteria. Just know that you know you make that criteria. So so don't man, so so don't go on social media whining that you can't find a man. If yeah, that's the case, but if you, as long as you got your broken bag, you should be straight. Or if he's not home, or he cheated on you, <laughs> he, he cheated. But did he, you got broken bag? Don't complain. Your bills paid? Don't complain. <laughs> I don't care if he cheated. Your criteria was a broken bag and bills paid. He met that criteria. Let that man in the house. Let that man in the house. Stop playing. And don't come up to me. I don't want to hear about you complaining. Post a picture of you and your broken bag and your bills paid. That's all I want to see. Yikes. Confirmation numbers in broken bags. That's it. <laughs> don't you hate that you pay your bill? Want the confirmation? Nope. Click. I'm good. It's paid. I'm good. Oh, man. <laughs> Now I need that conversation though, because I need to make sure I have the evidence that I paid it because they might try to come back at to talk. Uh Mr. Clay, you didn't pay. Yes, I did. Number four, five, six, eight time. Yeah, I, I need all right that. Now, if they don't get paid, it I need all that. Count. I'm telling you, they don't go through. That's that's a sign. I won't put pay it. I get to keep that for a little while longer, baby. But yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. Hope she lasts in game. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. The tap tapping song sounds pretty okay, so. For, for that genre, I'm about to say. I mean, because it's definitely a, a old song. Oh, I don't, I don't know, bro. I listen, a, to, I listen to girls. Right? You ever heard tap 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 in on the radio a few times? I'm saying, I mean, it's the the beat is the old song. Oh, what song is that? Yeah, um, Ian Twins. Yeah, like I thought I, I thought all her was. songs are old are old songs. The samples, you mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm trying to think yeah, of words. Yeah, you know what I mean? Samples. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get old, brother. That's funny. It's a it's a blessing. Praise <laughs> God. <laughs> My man said old song. <laughs> you made a sample. <laughs> I'm, I'm messing with you, bro. I'm messing with you. Uh, oh, boy. It's, I, I mean, it's, it's been a week, so you have to mess with me. So it's been a minute. So oh, it's all good. Hey, man. <laughs> I, I do thank everybody for tuning in today. Um, we had a great episode. It was yeah, dope. man. Um, it was. Dope. Hey, man. Can real quick? Can I get a shout out to somebody? I want to get a shout out to Gavin Houston from the Have and Have Nots. Um, he was the feature. Well, he is the feature of this quarter of VPN Mag. He gave me a shout out on Instagram. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, you know, I appreciate the people that promote the stuff that they're featured on. So, you know, you're on VPN Mag, you're on Fire Nice, you're on More Than the Masters podcast. We appreciate you for actually promoting and pushing the platform that you're on. Sit downs with Slim. Main and Slim, everything that you're on, we thank you for pushing pushing it. But I really want to give a shout out to Gavin Houston for doing that. Um, it was a good look today. I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say that much. So it definitely was a good look. Um, so shout out to them. If you want to get your magazines, you can always go to thevpntv.com and get that. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot of good writing. I want to also shout out to Sonya. 
Um, Trimingham, she, she uh, has been on Fire Nights before. She's a writer for VPN Mag. She's released a book. Yeah, I, I know. I'm reading my kids on Halloween. Yeah, so she just released a children's book. So shout out to her. Um, shout out to my man Damien S. Johnson. He just released a book as well, um, a self help book. Um, finding the purpose within. I'm saying the book title wrong, but if you go to the, if you go to Amazon, Damien S. Johnson, you can find the book. It's a, it's a good read. Um, so shout out to him. And shout out to everybody that's doing the thing, man. Shout out to Maine. Shout just, out to me, man. Just just because. Shout out to me. Shout out to you. Hey. Shout out to y'all. Hey. Shout out to everybody, man. You man. Know what I'm shout out to everybody. Make sure y'all go vote. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing. Shout out to Slim. Get you a shirt. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Carlton Hat. Shout out to the barbershop. I know he's going to go soon. Um, shout out to everybody with beards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. What's up? Hey, shout out. Yeah, for real though. Y'all go out and vote, man. Do your thing on Tuesday or before then or whenever. But just go do your thing. All right? All right, man. Fire nice. We out.